for more good children, don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon. It's seven dollars and a month. A month. And you're getting some premium content. You're getting live videos with us. You're getting vlogs. Vlogs. And you're getting episodes. Exclusive episodes. episodes. It's gonna is it gonna be a sneezy episode? It's gonna be a sneezy, sniffly, stuffy, sudsy episode. We forgot the D. We forgot to take the D. You actually are the one who kind of got me addicted to D. Yeah, I mean like because once you have the D, you'll never go back. And you mean and Allegra, Allegra D. D. Yeah. yeah. Um, because you but you've been just, banned. Have you been I banned? Was, yeah. So I recently, um, for the listeners at home, was banned from um, my local CVS. They told me that I can no longer get the Allegra D because I've actually hit the max dose for the month. So I needed to call like some sort of Department what does that of even Health. Mean? Yeah. So what happens is once you cr- cross a certain threshold, like you're considered like potentially a drug addict because it's kind of meth because it's kind of giving meth yeah so like listen if i needed meth to get me through the week like i needed the meth and they turned me away right then and there and i actually were you embarrassed no i i kind of got you got angry which they probably were like you care it's the allegra d yeah yeah i was going through withdrawals yeah yeah um i kind of i didn't karen out i was like i guess i'll call and then the sweet woman on the phone was like, yeah, you just need to get a lower dose. <gasps> I was like, I'm struggling. You're struggling. And now you got me addicted. And I got you, you addicted. pushed D on me. D- and now I'm a, a D head. Yeah. Good children. What? What can you say about that? What? After performing off-Broadway, it sounds better than ever. Oh my God. Literally two nights ago, we did our New York live show and... People died. People died. People, like, it was yeah. life-changing. It did kind of feel like a concert where somebody, like, passes out because they're dehydrated. Yes. And it like, was almost us. Yeah, correct. We, it was, we was hit. spectacular. Oh, it, it really it could not have went any better. It was the spectacular now. You know what I mean? Like, we're in the spectacular now. I can... Isn't that, like, a sad movie? Yeah... Uh, <laughs> doesn't it get very sad? No, she just gets hit by a car. He gets hit by a car. Oh, well, we knew her. that. Or we know that's coming from me. Car. One of them gets hit by a car, but they everyone survives. Yeah, that's on the horizon. That movie changed my life. Anything Shailene Woodley's ever done has changed my life. But the spectacular now. Wait, you guys are on opposite sides. How do you feel? It's where we are officially commuting to Long Island to record the podcast because it feels like work that way. You and know what like, I mean? Oh, today is a day of work. We got to go home. We got to shoot. We're in my bedroom. We're commuting. We set designed. We set designed today. I feel like the set's only going to get more and more extravagant now every week, mm-hmm. like as we go on. But the spectacular now really did change my life. She had Woodley's sex scene in that movie. I'll never forget it. What was it? I just remember. I, I think I've been going to graphic before. detail. Like what was yeah, happening? Yeah, it. it was. It was very real. It was a very realistic scene. Okay. It was like a virginity was scene. It was awkward. It was like quiet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember, I think I've said this on the podcast before. I broke up with my high school girlfriend, Sarah, um, in like around this time of year in like 2013. Um, that following fall, we had not seen each other all summer, except for that one day we went to Adventureland together as a group with yes, you. Yes, of course. And um, we reunite. Because my my whole friend group was like, let's go see the spectacular now. Only me and Sarah show up, so it was like we were on a date again. Wait, they set you up. They set us up. That yeah. was the it was spectacular. Now, yes. yeah, and Not in the so movie, one of the first things I said to Sarah, like we sat down, we watched the movie, and then I whispered to her, "Are you ready to see Hazel Grace's nipple?" And and she said. Yeah, she said, okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> hey guys, and welcome back to Good Children, the podcast where hosts Joe Hedges and Andrew Muscarella reflect on our 22 years of friendship. Growing up in the late 2000s, early 2010s. And all of the nostalgia, the trauma, and big fat fights that go along with it. Ah! A big fat fight? A BFF. F-F. Oh my, oh my god. god. Would you have a BFF with your BFF? BFF? There's no other BFF like it. No, there really isn't. And um, we haven't had a lot of BFFs in no. our lives, but today we're going to take you through an entire story of the top BFF we've the, ever had. The BSFest F of our lives. 
which you may have heard it before if you listened to our episode of Going Out with Jake Cornell, but we gave kind of an abridged version, which still makes me laugh because Jake had us on that podcast, which is about going out in New York City, mm-hmm. and we told an hour and a half long story about us fighting yes. on vacation. On vacation, not in New York City. And towards the end of it, I actually was like, Jake must think we're... Nuts. crazy yeah. people yes. crazy codependent and i think that losers. he did because the episode was titled codependent and i, I was like wait was that kind a, of shade, a little bit of shade but also really real so it was really fight it yeah so i guess we might as well just get right into it let's start from the beginning so to preface i planned this cute little trip mm-hmm. to shelter island um what is shelter island shelter island so for those of you who don't know Long Island is split into two forks, the North Fork and the South Fork. Shelter Island is the island right in between the two forks. Wait, you're kidding. Yes. It's in the middle? I thought it was on top. No, it's in the middle. I'm shocked. So I'm like, this is going to be amazing. We did it over Labor Day weekend. It was Labor Day weekend. We did it over Labor Day weekend, and I was like, this is going to be amazing. Um, I have a family house over there. I share it with all of my cousins. It was great. We rented it out for the weekend. I had, how many people came? How many people came? Um, one, two. Well, there's 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 two parties that arrived. Mm-hmm. We had a certain indication of how many people were coming, but more people came than I think most people were expecting. Yes. And that was twist one of the of the weekend. Okay. Because with me is like I immediately take on a task, a project, anything, a planning a trip, and I just put on stress to yes, myself yes unneeded everyone's like no we'll li- we will literally do anything but when anyone says that they're lying or at least i feel like you're lying yeah it's a you issue it's a me issue yeah i'm like you want to do anything no i'm like where are we going to dinner what is each dinner what does the like what the food what are the activities and we have this like, car nobody cares yeah. you know what i mean it's Labor want, Day weekend. Just want people to be happy. So it's about, I would say, maybe eight of us. Yeah. Right? There were like eight of us who were going on the trip. Correct. We arrive in separate cars, like two separate cars, pull up to, to the house, maybe three. Mm-hmm. We stopped at Brymere Farms on the oh way there. And listen, if you haven't been to Long Island, I'm honestly going to say... It could be a tourist destination. Brymere Farms alone. Out east out, alone. Of course, well, I don't think you're the first person to say that being out <laughs> east on Long Island is a tourist destination. I do think that's the whole point. That of it. is the whole point. But I, if you haven't even considered it, I'd take a flight into MacArthur Airport and I would get in a limo and go down the wineries. Are you talking to the Real Housewives? <laughs> Who's doing this? Maybe take a winery tour. Go to Brymere Farms, get yourself a beautiful apple turnover or some sort of pie. They're just exquisite. And then that's what we did to start off the weekend. We did. We and it's oh, and the thing is, we have seen travesty at Brymere Farms. We yes. have seen dead bodies. And that's yes. a whole different story. Yes. But it's almost like, I think it kind of sets the tone for the weekend is like when you pull up to this farm stand, there is a, there is at any second the opportunity to die yeah. from a fatal collision because mm-hmm. of the way that the road is set up. Yeah, the road's not set up well. Um, neither is the parking lot. It always like you always need to experience stress before you can experience bliss. Yes, and it's so high stress. It was it was high stress, especially when people are like throwing elbows for their like pie. whipped cream pie. And I wasn't the only one to bring a pie that week. No, we actually ran into one of our other friends, Alex. Also. So was on the way to Briarmere at the same time to right? bring another pie. So it was a pie, pie weekend. weekend. I think like what's important context if you've never been to that area of Long Island is it's like legit farms. Yes. Like it's literally like rural farmland and then gorgeous homes. But it's like literally farms. It's beautiful. And dirt roads. Yeah. Like, it is fully, like, out east could potentially be, like... They have a different accent, I'll tell you that right they now. Do. They County, do. Suffolk County, you get... It suddenly becomes, Southern. Like, southern. Literally a southern accent. It's, it's an interesting place. And, like, I grew up in a farm upstate, yeah. so it's a different mm-hmm. kind of relationship to it. But it feels almost like home to me when I yeah. get out east. I feel like you're, you would thrive in Suffolk County. I kind of think maybe I'm going yeah. to end up in Suffolk County permanently one day. You're like a butch Suffolk County gay. <laughs> Um, um so anyway we arrive and things are great like there's pie aplenty mm-hmm. i don't remember like what i feel like the first 
couple of hours was like a transient time. Like, did we do anything? I think we went to the supermarket. What supermarket? But I don't think anybody came with me besides <sighs> Caroline. I was like, you know what? Hand, leave it to me. I'm going to go to the supermarket and I'm going to get all the stuff for the weekend. Which is a mistake. See, this is the thing Huge with you. You're non-confrontational and you don't like responsibility. And no. yet you did both of those things in that second. No, but I felt responsible. And I was like, you know what? It's in my hands now, what we're eating. And, and then deciding what to eat for eight people is sometimes, I mean, I don't know how John and Kate did it. What? Did you cook for us? I believe no. that I didn't cook for you. So what'd you get the food for? Like snacks? Like little like cookies? snacks. I feel like we got breakfast food. I definitely cooked eggs. breakfast. Yeah, yeah, there were eggs involved. There were eggs involved in bacon, bacon probably. And pancakes. And pancakes, for sure. Yes. I almost like Alex cooked breakfast. Okay. Just to, just for the sake of transparency. All right. Just so you know <laughs> whose roles and responsibilities were taken up. It was like fruit being cut. I don't remember fruit. Well, you got to get your brain checked. Another important element to the story is, and if you've listened to the podcast as we've been doing it for the past year and a month, um, I was rewatching Girls at this point. And, and it's whenever... important to know that Girls was being watched because I had just gotten to the episode of the podcast of Girls where they, they go out east, but they yes. are in Greenport. They're, yes, they're in Greenport. They're in the town that the ferry to Shelter Island is in. Yes, correct. So... I was like, we're going to have a girls weekend. Like, this is a weekend. And the thing about the episode of Girls where they go away is it ends in, like, the biggest fight the show has ever had. And Joe, this is the thing about Joe, is, like, when he watches something, he has to embody it. He has to take on absolutely whether it's one character, whether it's all of them, absolutely. whether it's multiple personalities, absolutely. like, he always is. So, like, I'm just now the girl. trajectory for the weekend was this actual big summer blowout <laughs> it was a bsb yeah it was um but that was important like i just was like we're gonna have this girls trip we had a few girls heads in the tr in the group with yes. us so some of us knew what the intention going into the weekend was mm -hmm. right now i'm in my real housewives era yeah now you can't you can't talk to joe and have him not sound like he's bethany frankel bethany frankel meets jill, jill zarin what's the point of a trip with friends you're drinking, you're playing games, you're going to the beach. You're we went to the fun. beach. We went to the beach on day one. Yes. We went almost directly to the beach. That's, and that set the tone. That was a beautiful experience. It was great. It we was like, excellent. We're going to go to the beach. I'm going to introduce our president. He has an address for the union. Wait, can we mute the TV? <laughs> My fellow constituents, thank you so much for coming today. Today we have two options for you for our um, aquatics. Beach would be a nice three-minute drive. Pros, relaxing. We're drinking. We're lounging. We're dipping our feet And guess in the what? Water. Me and the president, we were just in a meeting of minds, and we thought about a five-hour plan. And I think our whole country wants a plan. And so please the five-hour plan. plan would be a couple hours at the beach, maybe two, maybe an hour and a half. Whatever you want, and you want, because we listen to the people. After that, we can just get in the car, we go to the Shelter Island Brewery. Just a few tables. Just grab a quick beer. On the way back from the brewery, the pizzeria is right there. We get two pies, we come back, we eat, we have a night. Discuss amongst yourselves. We Can you leave you. the room? We went to Crescent Beach on Shelter Island, stunning, stunning right in stunning, front of stunning. the Sunset Beach Hotel, where a lot of celebrities have been spotted. By celebrities, I mean Kendall Jenner for her um, 818 tequila launch. Wow, that's major. That's major. That's major, major, major. But we went there, and we had an amazing few hours. We were getting ready. We are like, let's get some sun in. Yes, and that was great. Great. The thing about me going to a beach with friends is it does feel a little bit like jail. You know what I mean? Where I'm can't like, leave. well, it's just like there's a few things, and like one is yeah, you can't really leave. And mm -hmm. I'm not someone who, I like being tan, but I'm not someone who likes to just like sit out for hours doing nothing to get tan. Yeah. Like that's just not like my brain doesn't. I can't be especially if there's no food stand. Yeah, but it's also just like I don't know. Like people like 
when, when you get someplace and the objective is to lay down, I'm like, I want, I'd rather be in bed. Okay. You know what I mean? I do know. See, like, I'm very similar to you in that regard. I do not like to be at the beach for longer than two hours. I can't we just We are good together at the beach for yeah, that reason. We're in and we're out. Yeah. I want to dip my toes in the water and I want to get the hell yes. out of there. And that's why we've always been a good beach combination. Yeah. And then again, we also both have a little bit of BD to process we have the whole a little time. Bit of BD, but honestly, us going to the beach is like, okay, we planned like we're going to go to the beach for 15 hours. So we'll get a bagel with cream cheese, yep. an iced tea. A large way, iced tea. For the way they're packed sandwiches, cold mm-hmm. cuts. We'll have a chip bag. Yep. We'll have plenty of water to hydrate you yep. through actually a drought. We're in and out in 45 minutes. In and out of that place. <laughs> Everything is clear. Yeah, no, we just go to eat. Done. That's the whole purpose. Yeah. Um, but at this beach, first of all, why are there rocks? I don't understand it. It was very natural. I don't very understand the, the allure of like a North Shore of Long Island rocky beach. Yeah, Do you know it, what I mean? Not, I mean, it it doesn't feel good on your feet. We go for a swim. We dip in the water. We look at the boats. We're having fun, fun, fun. We're playing fun. with moon jellies. Oh, my God. That's another thing. I don't enjoy being around a jellyfish. Oh, I. Uh, they make me sick. They make I don't want to have to tremble. piss on my leg. Imagine I had to say, Joe, piss on my leg. You, you don't want to piss on anything. I don't like a lack of control. Mm. I feel like when I'm in water and I can't touch the bottom, it's... It's game over. And that's almost I'm dead. A kiddie pool. What do you mean? Oh, it's a kiddie pool? What? Because I'm 5'8? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> yeah, we are gonna fight today. But I don't like when my feet can't touch the water the, the, the water. And there's jellyfish all over the place, so I'm gonna get stung. Did you get stung? I didn't get stung. Have you ever stung. been stung? I've I have never been stung. That's going to change soon because, I mean, you have almost had everything happen to you. I know. And it's I've been in a lot of situations where I should have been stung. You've just been in a lot of situations. Period. period. Like, there have been everything that could happen to a human being except for death has almost happened to you thus far. Yes, I completely agree. So, like, you only have one more thing. You have two more things to check off the list. To be stung, stung and then die. and then die. I did believe that when I was in Australia, I was going to be stung a by a box jellyfish, which are, like, the small smallies. And they're killers. And they sting you, and you're dead. Australia. Australia. Everything there is meant to kill you. It's nuts. But I just can't wait to get back. When are you going? I'm actually going this winter to Australia for everybody who's wondering because Joe's boyfriend's from Australia and I invited myself on their um, beautiful trip. Oh, I remember something about this trip. What? And it was that I was insatiably horny. And that happens on any vacation. Yeah, I don't know what this one was about, though. I was almost like posting dick to Instagram. Yeah. So we're all there. We're all laying on the couch, like on the couch in the living room. Yes. And then four new bombshells enter the villa yes my cousin his girlfriend and their two friends everyone is on the couch as they walk and i almost think nobody stands up no one because we smoked yeah yeah it was and that was my problem it put us out we were definitely like in a weird space because we didn't know what was to come and like actually when new bodies entered the villa we were like Hey. <laughs> but lo and behold a couple hours later so i mean so far you're gonna say it sounds like a pretty splendid trip and it gets it sounds- better it does get the party on friday night the there was a beautiful party on friday night beautiful is one way to put it i would say it was one of the most chaotic parties there's almost like a beer pong tournament happening. Yes. Hey, our mission statement. We're, we're in favor of gay rights. There was a barbecue. There was a barbecue. There was a barbecue. There was a barbecue. Was there a was. There was a screen door that did have to get reinstalled a few times. Yeah. Did all, you ever okay. go to a party in like high school where there was damage done? I never did, but I always heard about the punching through the wall and filling it with Nutella. Yes, yeah. And the Vaseline on the mirrors. Vaseline on the mirrors, people stealing Xboxes, people stealing shit. No. 
what compels it we've talked about this i don't have to get into it but it's just like what compels destruction you know what i mean i i think that like people are maybe jealous of some other people and like what's happening or they don't like that person nobody in their right mind would destroy property no the most i've ever have happened is i'm a piss on the floor yeah my party yeah at one of your parties just like pissing on the floor and i honestly think that that that's fine and it was a tile floor it was yeah so it was easy clean it was an easy clean yeah um but yeah there was just like i just remember suddenly like being like i'm almost at a frat party right now was the vibe of the night yeah and that was great and honestly like it felt yeah it felt different it did and i kind of was like wait i'm having fun it was fun 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 so that was friday night saturday (laughs) it's 8 a.m andrew's waking us all up to do a hit workout so for the first pod, cardio again. Okay. Front to side jumping jack, so your arms are gonna be active front, side, okay. forward and shoulders. Got it. Everyone's favorite, we have ice skaters. This is your opportunity to show me what you got, okay? Sprints in place. And then to finish it off, just side to side hops. Second, we're gonna get on the floor. You thrust those hips up, be a little bit tougher. Bear crawl. Downward dog push up. And then the last one's a tricep dip. Done. That one's slow. That's strength. Leg lifts. But you're laying on the ground. You're just lifting those legs back down. Russian twists. You can either be on the ground or off. You have an inchworm walking those hands out into 10 mountain climbers. And then you have flutter kicks laying on the ground. You're just pedaling those feet out. And then we have that two minute plank. But what we're going to do this time Cross the body, knee tucks. Then you have a side plank, and then an RBG plank. And I know what you're thinking. <laughs> a Ruth Bader Ginsburg Rishi rest. Yeah, and then we go for a light walk. <laughs> so I think that like everyone's gonna be really excited in 18 minutes, and I did queue up songs this time. But only gonna be like total 30 minutes. A high intensity interval training workout in the blaring, the blaring summer sun beating down on us. No shade in the backyard. He is standing above us on the deck facing us. There is a timer. There is music playing and he is telling us to do burpees at 8 a.m. the following morning. Absolutely. Because this is the way that I saw it. You're going on a trip with a certified personal trainer. Now this has become... You are so Bethany (laughs) Frankel. Oh my God. You're going on a trip with a, a, a... personal a certified personal trainer like that that is a luxury in itself so i'm like everyone like i will create this 45 minute hit workout for everyone to take part in i have the interval clock don't even worry i'll cue up the music give me the speaker just i'll see you outside at 8 a.m I remember being in. I was very into it. Yes, you were. I was actually very happy that this was happening because yeah. I was experiencing endorphins from exercise for the past couple of months. And I do want to let you know, though, I do remember this pretty vividly. I was at a place where I was like, you know what? Maybe we don't do the workout. And there was already a schedule built out. I built out the schedule. Joe built out the schedule and was like, there was you're not like, going to do the workout? There was quiet reading hour before the workout. Yes, quiet reading hour. And I was like, no, you know what? I'll do the workout. And I'll tell you one thing, you were up, you were up, and I don't believe that anyone else wanted to be up. But, but every everyone did it on day one. Yes. I just remember like people like trying to find shade in the backyard and like the clouds would go away and it would go back to being a hundred degrees and we were literally doing sprints. Across I don't the- remember being nice. Oh, then after that, so the we bay? went to the bay. The bay. Um, we have one is the bay that's down the road. Crows of the bay. It is very still. It's very nice. Kayaking. Cons of the bay. Bugs. Down by the bay where the watermelons grow. It's just the, the thing bay, about a bay. The bay, bay didn't soothe my spirit. The bay 
there's a lot of green flies by the bay. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of sand by the bay. No, and there's a lot of like um, lack there... of wind by the bay. It was hot as hell. However, it was wonderful. It was amazing. That felt like we are in the Outer Banks. Yes, like that's exactly what it felt like. We had kayaks. We were like, I have a tube. Let's like let's kayak and like let's just chill on the bay. Yes. I kayaked. I was terrified for my life. We went live for the first time, actually. We went live for the first time on the kayak. Yeah. Yeah. And it was actually so much fun. And a lot of people joined the live. Many, many people joined the the live. It was actually huge for us. We were having a great time. And our friends were like, "Uh, can you get off your phones? Like, it's not good children weekend. We were like, you don't get it. Night two, we went, we got a million oysters and we got those painkiller whale killers yes all right ladies did someone order two dozen oysters oh my my god God. um drink of the summer is a painkiller slash whale killer i'm sorry i think that as we were approaching this destination yeah this is what this this is is when the story actually starts the story started i don't know what was going on Again, to set the tone, I'm feeling stressed. I'm feeling anxious just being here because I'm like, I need everything to go well. And that's something that I'm dealing with. But we're in the car. I'm driving everybody to the whale killers to get the oysters. What happened? Did you drive? No, I was in the backseat. So this is the thing, we have an unreliable narrator, and that's what you have, from this point forward, understand that you can't trust Andrew. We're in the car, and somebody says, and it's not me, somebody says, we need like a real housewives moment, like we need the drama. We already know that I know we need a girls, HBO girls drama moment. But now that someone introduces a real housewives drama, I hadn't seen the show yet, but I knew what I had to do. So without thinking, without Without further ado, without even a moment to process my thoughts, I announced to the entire car of like eight people, Mm I am really mad at one person in this car and I have a list and I will announce one by one who is on the list. Can you imagine hearing that when you're already sick to your stomach and somebody in that motor vehicle is saying the weekend is ruined, the weekend's over for one of you? But this is what confuses me is it was clearly prefaced as a joke. Like it was clearly prefaced as a joke. But the thing is, Joe, when it comes down to you and you say something like that, Everyone was sick. But that doesn't make that's what doesn't make any sense. And that's actually why it started to not be a joke, is because I was joking. I would never in my entire life actually <laughs> announce a list of people who I met at of my closest friends on vacation. But the fact that anyone took it seriously, I was like, well, now I actually am mad. Now I actually do have a fucking list. So, but that that again is a, is a, a different way to go because if you were like, I'm joking. And then you were like, guys, I'm literally just kidding. Everyone would have been like, but after everyone was sick and you knew that you were kidding, you were like, no, I do have a list. Yes. And then you were like, I was like, Caroline, you're not on the list. No, Caroline stayed on the list. For a while? Yeah, because I remember me and Caroline were talking and cursing, being like, I can't even believe we're still on this list. Rob was off the list, number one. Rob Rob was off the list, number one. So now we're entering this beautiful space. I can't believe the list was discussed internally. With with the oysters and the painkillers. There was was eight billion wasps. It's a very waspy island. It was in both ways. In both ways, a very waspy island. But we were having oysters, we were enjoying ourselves. Joe just continuing. No, I wasn't. It was like, I feel like you were crossing people off the list. I was. I was having an, I remember having an amazing time eating the oysters. That was a fun time. The T-O-M-L-I. Yes. At this point, I still was like, okay, I'm fine. Like, we're good. We're having a fun time. It got to when we started taking pictures by the dock. Oh, what happened? Because you're right. The picture of me and you on the dock is a picture of us almost not being friends anymore. And I don't remember what built up between 
those two moments. I feel like you weren't being the most pleasant person. I don't know what it was, but I remember we were walking towards the dock. Like it's like you and Jill, and when you and Jill are, are together, it's That's like already a problem. It's a problem because everybody else, me is like you gotta watch out so you guys are ahead like doing the pictures and then you're with rachel and rachel whenever rachel is around i'm like i feel safe right of course she's gonna be on my side like it's totally fine Mm -hmm. but it was like my picture all right rachel go and then i was like it was are we gonna take a picture and then it was like yeah let's take a picture and rachel and we're like "Hmm, hmm." I almost, that's almost not how I remember it. I remember actually being the designated Instagram photographer for every person on the dock, one by one by one. Everyone got an individual photo and then a photo with whomever they wanted. And that went on for, I'm not kidding, at least 25 minutes. There were like 400 pictures in my phone of every single guest, solo and group. And then I remember, I think what happened was I took one with Maybe Rachel? Yes. I don't think I took one with Jill. No. And then... We weren't going to take a picture together. That's what it was. We weren't going to take a picture together. And I think that somebody like Rachel was like, should you both take a picture maybe together? And we're like, yeah, Yeah. I guess. And then Garrett came into it, which diffused it. Yeah. But the picture of me and you, I'll never forget the the energy. No. And that energy carries us through the rest of this story. Because then as we're walking back, I'm like, Caroline, like do you think that we're we're at the top of the list? And she's like, I honestly think we are. I can't even imagine putting Caroline on the list. Yeah, like, Caroline thought she was the target. Caroline had brought no attention to the table yes. whatsoever. Yeah. Although I do remember something she said as the night turned to murder. The night turned to murder. Has anyone played Murder in the Dark or has anyone seen the the A24 film Bodies, 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 Bodies? Because it's actually the same thing. It's actually the same exact thing. But we've I've been playing this since I was out of the womb. And what it is, is you have a, a bowl. You write out, like, detective, murderer, and then civilian. You have a bunch of little papers crumpled up. You put it in a bowl. You grab one. Someone's the murderer. Someone's the detective. If you're the detective, you leave the room. The murderer is there. You shut off all the lights. You're walking around, shaking people's hands, eyes closed. You shake hands. If you get a squeeze, that person screams. They're dead. I was right over here. Do you see anything? Who would you have been stopping? The murderer. We. Do we know who? You're dead. You know? Is it a man or a woman? I don't know. Not binary. Imagine playing this game in a pitch black home. When there's already tension. Already a lot of tension. Like, a lot of tension. I like, like to scare people, too. So, like, this time around, I didn't do this. You weren't. Previously, when we've played Murder in the Dark, I have crawled on the ground. I've made noises. You've I've run on angles. all fours like a dog and gone... <laughs> And you, like, listen, right now that's funny, but you know the feeling when it's a pitch black room and something like that happens, like, your animal brain kicks in and you're like, I'm about to be actually killed right now. Like, I'm in self-defense mode. Mm -hmm. I think it was a blast. It was pretty sure. It was a huge success. We were sharing a bedroom, Andrew. We were sharing a bedroom this whole time. That's another part of the story. Two twin-size beds in a bedroom facing each other. And the first night, I think, we went to sleep, we didn't speak. No. We, like, both got into the room, went to bed, did not talk to each other. The following night, the second night, you were like... I'm going to go into a different room. I did say that, yeah. And that's when that's when officially the line was drawn in the sand. Yeah. Well, I went into a different room because I could be in a bigger bed. Right. But but there was also this element that was like goodbye. Like it was like yeah. we like I was like bye. And yeah. Like that was the energy. I was like okay, he's pissed. Ultimately, we're going home. We go home, we almost don't speak the entire time of the trip. Ride. Yeah. I eat a cosmic brownie and I listen to Lana Del Rey. Mm-hmm. And we're in the car with Rachel and Garrett. Yep. We're nearing we're nearing Massapequa. We're almost finally done with the trip. I think I say to you, I'm probably gonna like lay down for a little bit and then I'm gonna like take the train home later. Yeah. I'll meet you back in Brooklyn. I'll meet you back in Brooklyn. Yeah. So then I'm like, okay, like 
Garrett needs to go home back to Brooklyn. So I'm like, you know what, Garrett? Like, you can either stay at my house or, like, we can probably just head back. This happens without me. I get out of the car. Rachel, Andrew, and Garrett are in the car. And Joe gets out of the car and... I'm like Joe's mad at me. Like I'm the top of the list. He hasn't. But said the anything, crazy but thing is, like, go. you did not do anything wrong. Like this is part of it. It's like this lack of confrontation where, like, you're. I can tell that you think I'm mad at you, and I am like, you didn't. Like, why are you not saying it? Like that was my yeah. frustration. I was like, why aren't you saying something? Like, like are you mad? at Why me? are you? Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't. I if that's because one thing. I would. Be, well, because if you said it, what would I have had to be mad about? Do you know what I mean? I would have yeah. been like, it would have been embarrassing for me because yeah. I'd actually be like, actually, no, I can't point to one thing you've done wrong this entire trip. But the fact that I could tell that you were like skirting around me and nervously like avoiding me, I was getting more and more mad. Yeah, I was like, I can't even look Joe in the face. Like, <laughs> I'm like, he's so mad at me. I'm like, it could have been either of us being like, do you think I'm mad at you? Yes. Or I'm yeah. Like, oh no, it also could we're have both, been me. We're both obviously extremely passive people and this is why we're saying that you need to speak up for yourself because again you can't allow yourself to to spiral in emotion especially when it comes to your friend especially on a vacation especially on a a, a beautiful vacation so we leave and i'm like garrett's like should we just babes should we just uber and i'm like like maybe like we should probably uber like let's check the train and then it was like you know what let's just uber rachel's like yeah you should uber so we get back to my house and then I order the Uber and now we get in the Uber and we're on the way back. I am back in my house and I'm like, you know what? It's so like, I don't want to have to get on a train later. I'm so tired. I'd rather just get back to Brooklyn right now. Like I would rather just get on the train and go home and like go to sleep and wake up in the morning and have a fresh start. So I am on the way to the train I'm, I'm, I get out at the train station. I'm standing on the train platform. I text Rachel. I'm like, hey, Queenie, like, I like, ho- like had fun with you. Like, I'm getting on the train now. And she was like, oh, you're not Ubering? And I was like, no, what do you mean? I'm, like, t- getting on the train. Like, I never was going to Uber. And then she was like, oh, Garrett and Andrew are Ubering. I just figured they would have told you. This is where, like, th- this whole story, this is when things take the craziest turn of no, our lives. the craziest, craziest <laughs> turn that you're not expecting. So now I'm like... And I wish never happened. Yeah. The, the thing is, I think we both can acknowledge we both made mistakes along the way of yes. this story. Yeah. And it's so nice that we could tell the story, but, yeah. like, any blame I'm putting on you in this storytelling, I completely absolved oh i agree i completely agree (laughs) i think that it was extraordinary because what's to come is like (laughs) it's not it's definitely on me (laughs) but the whole other part the whole first half is on me yeah like it really is a fairly balanced fight so i text andrew and i don't want him to know yet that i'm getting on the train and i did say this to maybe make him feel a little bit shitty (laughs) i said hey i'm thinking about going home soon do you want to go on the train together Thinking that he would have to say, oh, fuck, sorry, like, I got in an Uber with Garrett. You said you were going to stay home. I received the text message. I am sick to my stomach. I turned to Garrett, and I'm like, Garrett, Joe just texted me that he wanted to come back with us. Or, like, one asked me, like, when are you going back? Like, what do I do? What do I say? Like, we're in an Uber back, and I didn't tell him. Like, I should have told him that we were going in the Uber, and now it's too late. Like, we're in this Uber, so, like, now what? So what did you say? So then I said, oh, we decided to take the train back. Mind you, mind you, the only train they could have taken back was the train I was about to get on. There was no train in between that. So I'm standing on the train platform alone. Andrew and Garrett are not here. And I also know from Rachel that they were taking an Uber. I said, that's weird. Rachel told me you and Garrett were getting in an Uber. And I was like, no, we Ubered to the train station. Why are you Why are you trying to fight me? Why are you trying to fight me? I actually, the why are you trying to fight me took me to a new level of <laughs> demonic possession. And I was like, okay he's gonna lie to me let's make this 500 times worse and i'm like that's so funny i'm also getting on the train right now i must have missed you i'm not trying to fight you i'm on the train and i figured we'd be on the same train we can ride home together 
Which, again, I'm lying. I Joe's know lying. you're in the Uber. And then Joe's like, all right, well, I'll meet you at Penn Station. Just to make, just to twist this knife. So now, Andrew, you know that when I get into Penn Station, you're n- I'm not going to be there. So I am already at the apartment when you're at Penn Station. I am, while the entire train ride to Penn Station, writing Andrew a note ending our friendship, ending good children, and like expressing every grievance. Like, I was like, I actually cannot be friends with you any longer. Like, I was prepared to literally end everything That's where really we scary. live we live together yeah we work together we are best friends we are in the entire the entire social circle of our lives is intertwined like everything is so delicately positioned and i was like it's done like this was the final straw it could have just ended like that and it and wasn't the, the uber part. it was the lying yeah and we're gonna get to why i lied but it gets worse and it gets worse i get back to the apartment now obviously i i can't even see straight i'm like doing laundry because i'm like have to like fill my time because i'm sick to my stomach i'm waiting for joe to arrive i'm waiting for joe to arrive i think i had your location at this time no i didn't have your location but like i was just waiting no i did so i had your location and i saw that you were approaching and i was like oh shit 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 like here he comes i remember getting off of the train and i still was doing it i texted you i was like i'm i'm pen are you taking the ace to the l no response from andrew so, so andrew hasn't replied now. so because at this point i'm like i have already owned up to the fact that i lied no you didn't no not to you but like to myself so you owned up to yourself that you lied and i was like i have to tell joe obviously that i lied but i was like i have to tell joe why i lied like i just need i need him to be in this apartment so i can just come clean i'm shaking like i literally am ready to destroy my own life like that's like basically what's happening i'm like this is it like this is crazy yeah i think i actually texted my friend i texted our friend gina and i said can I stay at your apartment tonight? I was like, I'm not going to stay at my apartment. Like, there was no chance. So I was ready to literally go. I wasn't even going to go back to the apartment. I was just going to go straight to Gina's. But she was like, I'm not going to be home until like 9 o'clock. So I was like, okay, I can wait. I can if wait until 9. you didn't, no. Thank if I didn't come home. Joe, if you didn't come home. <laughs> I would come home to an empty apartment. An empty apartment <laughs> for sure. Um, so Joe comes home. I open the door. I'm in my room because I'm like hiding, obviously. I open the door and Andrew goes, Hey. <laughs> um, that was the first words out of his mouth. <laughs> because I was like, if I say hey, it's gonna cut the tension. Like I'm and like it made it hey. so much worse. Because this is the first time that we are seeing each other. Also, this is the final acknowledgement that you did not take the train. Correct. Because we would have gotten it at the same time. Correct. And there was part of me where I was like, Am I being crazy? Like I it was like I was like, maybe I'm crazy. Like maybe Rachel was yeah. wrong. Because I was lying I train. was gaslighting. You. Yes. And I was like, maybe he is gonna be getting off and then i was like it'll be so embarrassing for me yeah it wasn't embarrassing so joe gets back i'm like hey he throws his bag into the apartment and slams the front door and immediately leaves and immediately leaves and now i'm like oh it's over but like i can't even i can't keep my eyes open at this point like i had to put myself to sleep that's the craziest thing imagine being like i'm in deep shit and just being able to go to sleep i went to i went straight to bed i actually knocked out for about 45 minutes and i was like needed to clear my mind and that was the way that i could like meditate that's crazy yeah i sat in the rain it was drizzling i was sitting at a park facing the new york skyline i was listening to the archer by taylor swift on literal repeat because (laughs) in that moment i was both the archer and the prey prey. like in full actuality i had i was both of those things yeah at this point i get garrett to fess up i call garrett yeah and he is like babe i really don't want to be in the middle of this like i'm just gonna tell you the truth because like i don't i'm not gonna lie to you but like yeah we ubered home and like i will say andrew was sick to his stomach and he feels really 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 shitty if it means anything to you he's really upset right now and i was like okay (laughs) 
I was like, that's good to know. I was like, thank you for telling me so I don't feel like a, a crazy person. I'm like, I'm on the other side with Garrett being like, Garrett, like, I don't know what to do. Like, it's over. Like, I, I made a mistake. Like, I don't know. Blah, 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 blah. He was like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. It didn't feel like it was going to be okay. No, that's the it thing. didn't feel like it was going to be okay. And most things, like most tension, you're like, okay, we can get to the other side of this. I did not see an other side to this situation. No, I agree. I agree. I am. I have Joe's location. I see that he's like in this spot. I see him start to walk back. And I'm like, I was for the next like 15 minutes trying to formulate a text. And like, I am somebody who overthinks anything that I send. So I'm like, fuck, like I need to send something. I was like, do I apologize via text right now? I was like, I'm not going to apologize. I do need to say to him, I was like, hey, Joe, like, I do want to let you know that I lied. No, I did apologize. I, that I lied, and I'm sorry, but I'm not going to explain it over this text. I do think that we need to have a conversation. And I was like, perfect. I don't yeah. remember. I was yeah, like, you responded. It was fine. You're I, like, perfect. The tension was cut in that moment. Yeah. Like, we both were like, we're not going to walk in and attack each other. Yes. Um, I do have video, I which is insane. I have a video of me walking back to the apartment because it was pouring and it's a horizontal video. I will document everything in my life. But for a moment, I was like, this might We're, be the last moment. Is your face? Yes, it's like a, this. And it's like also of the street. But I was like, this might be the last, like my, my life might change immediately after this moment. So I do have I, the listeners at home get to see me walking up to the apartment. Okay, so <laughs> Joe gets in the apartment. And again, I'm kind of I think like, this time it is a... Hey. hey hey we're like should we we're both i think almost already crying a little yeah, bit like should we have the conversation now and there was almost like a minute or two of in between there like, was i think was that like... you like went to the bathroom yeah. i got a water like yeah. we set ourselves up to sit in the podcast setup yes in the yellow chair and the and orange couch. couch yeah and then we sat down and we just talked for maybe the first time in our entire lives. For the lives. first time in our entire lives, we went through the weekend. We went through why I lie um, and gaslight. And we went through, yeah, how it made you feel, all of these things. And I mean, like, to get to the end of it, it, you know, it all worked out. It's somehow, yeah, it was a matter of, like, I think we're both the most non-confrontational yes. avoidant people in the entire world like i think avoidant more than non-confrontational oh, avoidant for sure i historically avoid any conflict i can possibly any any opportunity for someone not to like me i'm i've always been avoiding and that has led to like bad breakups that has led to like bad um like friendships that has led to bad like work environments yeah. like times that i've avoided the difficult conversations yes. and this was like I still, I wonder, like, if there is more things that happened in the summer that built up to that, and probably for both of us. I'm sure. I think that also, like, going into business with your friend is never easy, and yeah. people were saying that. People were yes. like, are you sure that you want to do this because, like, this is your friendship that you're putting on yeah. display, so, like, is it going to get to a point where you can't have these conversations? And I was like, no. And then we, like, thank God could have this conversation because it was so long overdue yeah but like what i realized in it is too is like i lie about a lot of things and it's not to be it's not to lie it's never my intention no. to lie my lies come because i don't want to hurt somebody right. else or get, make somebody upset with me right yeah and it is a selfish thing to do but like it is something that like especially in that situation my immediate thought was no, he's going to get mad at me. Like, I should have let him know. I should have done right. this. I should have done that. So it's easier to lie. And then when you're caught in the lie, then you look like the bad guy. Yeah. And for those liars out there, it's so much easier to just, to tell, just the truth. tell the truth. And, like, from my perspective, my I think my big lesson learned was... Like, I had to, at the park, listening to The Archer, like, put myself in your shoes for probably the first time in my entire life. Where I was like, I have to look at this situation from the other person's perspective mm -hmm. and, like, not immediately villainize you, not immediately victimize myself. I was like, okay, like, what would... Like, I remember, like, literally sitting down and being like, what would make Andrew do this? Like, what feelings, what would make this happen? And, like, 
sitting there like before I even spoke to you I think I basically understood what you were about to say because I was like let me really see it from his perspective Mm. right now yeah um and I think the other side of it like the lesson in it is like for everyone it's like you can do something wrong like you can do something wrong that like people could you you, people can be mad at you Mm -hmm. and your friends can be mad at you but that doesn't necessarily mean like your friendship is gonna end. Correct. Like you can have the difficult, uncomfortable yep. conversation where like accountability is had on all parts. And like if you can't do that, maybe that's not the right friendship for you. Mm-hmm. But like if you can do that, I think that was the moment for us where it was like we can keep doing this forever. Yeah. Like because it was like if something else comes up, we know the worst case is we have to sit down and have a conversation. And yeah, that's a really good lesson learned is like, don't let your friendship, your relationship, anything boil up to a point that you can't have that conversation and you just say it's over. Have the conversation, say what needs to be said. And like, that is how you're going to keep it fun going forward. You're going to be able to be authentic to each other and not lie. Yeah. Not I'm just a Pinocchio. And not instigate. And not instigate. Yeah. Liars and instigators. That's us. It's us. Um I mean I mean that was a different episode. It was different. I hope you enjoyed it. Like it was just a one one story. But listen. Long story short, short. I survived. We survived. I kind of feel like different. I kind of feel different too. I kind of feel like I, yeah. With that, that's all for this week. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week for a brand new episode. You know exactly what to do. To do your homework, like, comment, subscribe, rate, review, send to your friends. The amount of people that came to our live show and was like, I was the one that introduced it to these two friends. Yeah. It's like, it, it's almost an MLM. It is an MLM. It fully is. And, like, the more and more that we get to know... Like, it was so... Something I loved about the live show was getting to, like, meet people for the second time. And, like, getting yeah. to recognize people. Mm-hmm. Jenna Colucci. Jenna, Jenna Colucci. That's my cousin. Literally. Danny. Like, having Danny. people who we now know is, like, a really cool feeling. The Ella Cousins. The like, Ella Cousins. The day we meet Alejandro. The, we actually already talked about Alejandro you're coming on stage like yeah. for at least 15 minutes yes yeah, so um, buckle up we're taking a slight break from live shows for the moment being we're gonna really um focus on the pod the podcast also by the way to let you know like we're gonna be um we're almost wrapping up season two almost wrapping up and crazy two. how quickly it came and went um we've like, probably like six or seven more episodes yeah. i think maybe six more episodes of the season will be gone in august and back in September with like some some exciting news some I would say really exciting some news. major news um the podcast might start with like a, a something a little different an ad <laughs> <laughs> a few ads yeah and you can find us across all platforms at good children pod I'm on Instagram at Joe Hedges and on TikTok at um, be quiet Joe I'm on Instagram at Andrew Muscarella and I am on TikTok at Andrew underscore M-U-S-K-Y yes he is I'm on TikTok and I don't care if it has 1,000 views or 8 million views but please follow me yeah no get him to 10k please please, please it. it's just 10k please um, we'll see you next week we'll see you baby now, now we, we got, got bad blood you know it used to be mad love and you really deep cut baby now we got bad blood hey <laughs>